This episode of a top three podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Some really cool people like Chris Nelson, Zolgeek, Colby Moyer, Eric Guess, Rick Firestone, Jill, Kieran, ZNA, Cupcake, Kyle, Christian S., and many more have gone to patreon.com slash real Dave Jackson to support the show. We appreciate you all very much, and you listeners can be just like them. If you didn't hear your name, your name could be in there. Go to patreon.com slash real Dave Jackson. $2 a month or more will get you voting on episode topics, bonus content, and much more. All right, on to the show. And uh, this, uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a top three podcast where we honor the time old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. My name is Dave Jackson. I'm your host, joined today by Aaron Angle. What's up? Alan Nichols. Hey, everybody. And fan favorite, Bloodbath McGrath. Hey, America. I just want to take a second and put aside the Bloodbath persona and talk to you as Josh for a minute. Oh, shit. Sound the Josh alarm! Sound the Josh alarm! On one of our previous episodes, our birthday episode, I made a comment that I have recently felt uh, deserves some clarification and uh, a slight apology. When we were talking about, um, I think the question was like, snacks you're ashamed to eat or something like that. I told a story and I mentioned um, a girl that I've been dating a woman and I referred to her as my special lady friend. And really that was a reference to the big Lebowski, which she watched with me the other day and likes it almost as much as I do. So that was a bonus. But um, I felt that it might have come off just a little um, disrespectful and a little insensitive. So I just want to clarify the person I'm talking about is my girlfriend uh, I love her very much. She's really awesome. And she's a big supporter of the show and me and generally things that I do. She, for some reason, uh, loves me and thinks that I'm awesome. I, I still don't understand that, but that's fine. Um, anyway, she's really cool. And I wanted to clarify that it kind of came off sounding a little disrespectful when I said it uh, after I listened to the episode. So I just want to clarify that, that I was referring to my girlfriend and she's my girlfriend. And um, yeah, so just want to take a second and say that. All right, Bloodbath Persona back on. <laughs> time, 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 time out. Time out. Did Bloodbath just take up a minute and a half of airtime because he got yelled at by his girlfriend? What is yes. top three? Sure no, sounds is, like it. What is no. top three? Yeah, Where are happened, we? Though. Not, not the situation I'm whatsoever. Glad, I, I'm glad you <laughs> love her in that I think she's cool, Bloodbath, because God, I was punching a wall. I was muted, but I was punching walls, bro. I love you. I, I love you though, buddy. Buddy. Love you too. Bloody. Buddy. You know what? I love <laughs> you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, Bloodbath? It was just like today or yesterday, maybe, that like the avalanche of hate mail uh that was directed toward you stopped uh that I was getting mm-hmm. on your behalf. It just mm-hmm. now stopped. So appreciate mm-hmm. it. Thank you. All they right. stopped flying in through the door like you were yeah. getting Hogwarts like, invitation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's been pure hell over here the last couple of weeks. Um, so today uh, we're going to be talking about our top three hills that we would die on. Um, our kind of opinions that we have 
that uh, no one's going to change our mind no matter what. And if this is your first time listening, we've all prepared our top threes and we're going to take turns going around. Everyone's going to do their number threes, then number twos, and then number one, because number one comes after number two in the game here. Honorable mentions at the end, and then uh, lots of community submissions for this episode uh, as all of our kind of unpopular opinion type episodes go. So uh, we'll get to those. And yeah, so hills that we would die on before we get started. Is there anything like that you guys feel like what differentiates this from an unpopular opinion? I would say because some of these I don't know if I'm right, but I'm willing to die on the belief that I am. I think that's the biggest thing. Unpopular opinions are your opinions and you're sure about them whatever i think the hills to die on are things that you're complete like you you might be wrong but you are willing it's in the title you are willing to die on this belief or this assumption or this thing i would think that the difference is that these could be very popular things i mean we could be split 50 50 on these i mean 90 percent of people could believe could think the exact same way you do and that would be the hill that they may die on as well like te- like tequila's gross. We all know fucking tequila's gross. We drink it sometimes anyway. But tequila's gross. We have we can all agree on that, right? Yes. yes. I love I, it. Right. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. But that's because Aaron's a heathen. We know that. To add on what Aaron and Alan said, I think for some of mine anyway, I feel like a hill you're gonna die on is also like an opinion that you have that might you might not really be able to argue. Like there's it might just come down to like I don't know. I just feel that way. I don't know it to be true. I just know it kind of saying like, I can't really prove to you that, uh, you know, um, red cream soda is piss water, but I know it to be true in my heart. Like <laughs> those types of things. That's not necessarily my hill, but piss water hill. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I, that was kind of what I would think like the key part of, hills to die on is that I am not changing my mind. If I have an unpopular opinion about something, there's a chance that I will, someone will present some like evidence to me and I'll be like, Oh, okay. I was wrong about that. Let me, uh, let me change my mind or I'll like reevaluate or something. Um, let's say I, I have the unpopular opinion that, uh, Indiana Jones sucks. And then Alan gets really mad and he like ties me to a chair clockwork orange style and makes me watch all the Indiana Jones movies. And then I changed my mind. That's not a hill that you die on though. A hill you die on is an opinion that you'll never fucking change regardless of what happens. So Alan, you can try all you want, buddy. Indiana Jones is fine. It worked with Aaron. Yeah. It did work. With me. I think it's very funny that Dave always says he hasn't watched movies, but he's very aware of the Clockwork, clockwork Orange. Well, how, how can you? I, first of all, I've Dave, never seen Dave's, that movie. Dave's but seen how that movie eighty five times? No, I'm. Like, I haven't seen that movie. Like a meme. Yeah, it's. Like, I, know, uh, I know. I know. I know. It's just. It's just a funny I, thought. I also just bought funny, a. Though. I also just bought a T-shirt with just that scene on it. You are so fucking weird, dude. <laughs> Whatever, it's a cool t-shirt. <laughs> I wore it just the other day. I don't know. I just went out At in work? public. I picked my kid up from school wearing it. I was going to say, he wore it for picking up his I fucking did. I know you did, dude. <laughs> I'm the cool dad. I don't know what to fucking tell you, bro. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Better think a little bit harder before you put my name in your mouth. so So cool that all the teachers close the blinds when it's time for you to come pick up your kid (laughs) 
All right. So let's get into our lists uh, for today. And I'll, I'll get us started with uh, my number three hill that I would die on. Uh, it's something I mentioned before, I kind of in passing on the show like a couple months ago, or it could have been two years ago now, who fucking knows. But uh, my number three hill that I will die on is that NBA players um, play defense. And if you try and tell me that NBA players don't play defense and you can't watch the NBA because they don't play defense, you're fucking wrong. And you, it's obvious to me that you don't here, watch here. the NBA because they play so goddamn hard running, like sprinting back and forth across the court multiple times, every possession that when someone is tired and they like don't close out and someone's wide open and makes a three pointer, it, it sticks out. But Uh, If you watch and just like, don't watch the ball, just pay attention to how much running people fucking have to do. Uh, Not like running back and forth from defense to offense and vice versa. I mean, like when they're playing defense, just watch how much moving around there is and you'll see what I mean. So that's my number three. Um, If you tell me that NBA players don't play defense uh, and, and that you prefer college basketball, like as a thing to watch, you're fucking wrong. That's my number three. I'm, I made it a point not to get mad tonight, right? This is definitely <laughs> something that that crossed my mind, but I have a lot of things to say about it. Dave, you summarized it perfectly. If it's, I'll go even a little bit further and say that if you tell me that you don't like the NBA because they don't play defense, I know you don't know anything about basketball. Yeah. Like it's not it's not just like a oh like that's a dumb opinion blah 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 it's like oh I'm talking to the wrong person here I, I shouldn't be having a conversation about basketball with this person yeah let's let's try something else you want to talk about Lord of the Rings like <laughs> yeah. maybe that's more up your alley <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah let's talk about pitch count like uh, seconds you know what I mean like <laughs> we're, let, we're, let's talk we're about sub that. we're sub attacking Rat Boy right now you realize well, that yeah well dude I'm gonna tell you this name <laughs> one person who doesn't like basketball. And doesn't like or who I'm going to tell you this. If you don't like basketball, you love baseball because you're you're all about the uh, that that old school feel. You're like, ah, it was just more genuine back in the day. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Go go watch any game from like 1930 to 2006. Like people couldn't <laughs> score. Like, you know, the defenders didn't change the game. The like offense changed the game. And therefore, like defenders don't look like they're doing as much because offensive players are one magnified like way 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 more than they used to be and 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 two because like what are you going to do when Steph Curry's on fire what are you going to guard yeah. him you can't you can't guard him Kevin Durant you you literally cannot guard him so yeah I'm going to shut up but David this this is a great point like I I, I will also <laughs> die on that hill with you if you watch like the types of shots that people were making in like the 80s versus what Steph Curry and Kevin Durant make like on a routine basis, every single game. Now it, it's wild. Like Kevin Durant, seven feet tall. Like you can play the best defense possible, but he's just taller than everybody. So he can shoot and he's really good. Steph Curry can make half court shots like nothing. So Dame Lillard, same thing. So like you, you can't, there's no way to play defense against them. And then when they're not making impossible shots, everyone's running around all the time, like sprinting, back and forth across the court. So yeah, we don't need to belabor this, but that's my number three. We've talked about it before. Uh, Aaron, what's your number three? I don't know what order I'm going to put these in. I'm just going to go here. I don't want to be mad tonight. So let me get the one I'm kind of mad about out of the way. 
Uh, my number <laughs> three are that it is really fucked up when people have birds as pets. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I, you know, so I went, I went to, uh, what was I doing? I was just high. Uh, and I had to go get groceries and I saw a pet store. So I'm like, I'm going to go into that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go into that pet store. And it was the worst decision I ever made. I walk in. First thing I see chinchillas. I'm like, hell yeah. I used to have chinchillas. They had this big old cage where they could run and jump and do these big things. Old cage. You guys have seen it. And I see the chinchillas yeah, and they're Mario just like, and Juan Pablo. Juan Pedro. But yes, Alan, you were close, and I love you even more for being close, (laughs) because that means you care. But they're in this tiny little, it it looks like uh, something you would keep, like, four mice in. I was already sad, right? So immediately, I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, this is already fucking me up. And then I see the birds, and I see them in these cages, and, (laughs) like... You know, they they clip like like people who sell birds as pets, like a lot of the time they clip their wings, which to me is just as disgusting as like declawing a cat or something like that. Like you are, you, you know, I'm I'm cool with like, you know, pets getting neutered and stuff like that. We got to control the population, but we don't got to control whether or not birds can do the thing they were like evolutionized to do like this is the same thing with cats. So I, I, I think overall my the hill that I would die on is that like. You know, the buying and selling of pets, that whole industry, the the breeding industry is really, really fucked up. But to me, there is nothing that I think is sadder than like seeing a bird not flying. Like, right. You want a fucking lizard, whatever. Lizards don't have fucking brains. They don't. They're they're mouths (laughs) with like fucking little feet and they can climb up walls, whatever. Uh, Birds are intelligent fucking creatures and you are you are neutering them of their ability to do this. I know so many people that have birds and I'm just like that is the weirdest. That is the wildest thing in the world to me. Like I don't know. It's really fucked up. My Angelou famous fucking literary figure you know why does there you know why does the caged bird sing that is like a super sad fucking metaphor to me and it always has been you know regardless of what it is but like i don't know man they're they're meant to fly they're meant to be in the air they're not meant to be in your living room while you chain smoke cigarettes crush six bud lights and watch maury povich like that's not (laughs) what they're meant to do and i think that if you have a bird you should seriously reconsider it because i i actually think it's really fucked up so i'm gonna chill I'm done. It's fucked up that birds are pets. It's fucked up that a lot of things are pets, but they're meant to fly, you know? So, number three. Pet stores are fucked up, man. That's they're, a, so they're, 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 hell sad. they're so sad. You, you touched on a few different things. I will say, as far as the bird thing goes, I'm unbelievably neutral on birds. I don't really care. I mean, I guess I maybe kind of side with you a little <laughs> bit. We had a bird growing up. It was fine. It was whatever. He, his wings weren't clipped. Like, he could fly around the house. I do oh, kind of get what you're saying. That's cool. I mean, I kind of get what you're saying. I I kind of <laughs> get what you were saying. Like a bird is sort of an odd. If you think about it, a bird is kind of an odd pet to have. So again, mentioned at the top of the show, my girlfriend. I took her and her daughter to dinner the other week, and her daughter's 15. She's pretty cool, and occasionally her daughter will text me something. And out of the blue, the other day, she started going on this whole rant that. She's trying to get some part-time work because she wants to buy a bird. And I'm like, all right. She's like, I want pigeons. And I was like, a pigeon? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, bro, like pigeons aren't, I don't really think those are pets. And she went on 
in the middle of the day, I'm sure she was at school, like not doing her work, but she was just like, yeah, dude, pigeons are domesticated. They've been domesticated for hundreds of years. Here's like just pigeon facts for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, I'm going to go back to work now. Good luck with your pigeons. Uh, and I think <laughs> pigeons are weird. I think it's a weird pet to have. So I do agree with you. I think to your bigger point about like pet stores, like you're totally right, man. Like pet store, like pet stores are kind of weird. The ones that sell actual pets, like supplies are one thing, but uh, sure. yeah, like puppy mills are like an issue. Um, clipping birds wings for the pet store. Correct. That's not really cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. That's, that's a, that's, uh, I do agree with you. Pet stores are messed up. I mean, like they don't, I mean, puppy mills are like a whole separate issue. Like the breeding industry is yeah, a, a separate piece. Fucking but, like, gross. Pet stores like that, like, like what Beth said, that sell pets, not that just, not just that sell like, you know, pet food and cat litter and stuff like that. Um, but the ones that like stock dogs and cats uh, for people to come in and buy, like they don't stock healthy dogs and cats. And even if they manage to get a healthy dog or cat, um, they don't keep them healthy. Uh, and then they sell them to people for outrageous prices. There are class action lawsuits all across the United States against, um, what is it? Uh, super, probably super pet? pet smart. Maybe. I don't think they're a thing. I, I want to also say for our listeners, both Alan and Dave uh, worked for uh, vets in the past and Dave was an animal control officer. So, yeah, I don't like, I don't, we got rookie from a pet store. So like if I were to come out on like a hard stance against pet stores, I would be hypocritical because we got our dog from one. Um, but in, in with, South Korea though, right? Yeah. In, in Korea, like they have animal shelters. We just, we wanted a schnauzer. And so that's, you, if you want a schnauzer. I'm not saying, we, yeah. I'm not saying that you, there couldn't be a, a store that was operated in a way that was humane that sold dogs and cats. Oh, I mean, maybe they do it in South Korea, but they don't do it in America. Yeah, I'm almost positive that the store we got Rookie from was not. It's just we saw an yeah. ad uh, online for like puppies for sale and we saw the picture and we were like, oh, okay, let's go to this address. I don't know what this place is. Like, I didn't, we didn't know if it was a breeder's house or if it was sure. a pet store. We just went there and it was a pet store. So, and then we, you go to the, pet store to like quote look for a dog right and then you leave with a dog so um back to birds though like i i don't like i think it's more inhumane to keep a bird as a pet just because they can't live the way that a a bird would you know flying around and stuff but like all that aside i don't i never want a fucking bird in my house they're so goddamn Correct. loud never absolutely they not smell and they, they would shit it. on everything. Yeah, That's absolutely not. Concern. They just shit everywhere. Yeah, you, you know, you know who wants a bird? It's somebody who lives in a small town who will never be able to, like, you know, go out and see these things. Like, bro, I remember at Super Pets when I was a little kid. They just had this like thirty fucking year old parrot. You get it for like hundred and eleven dollars. You go up yep. to it and talk to you and all this shit. And I'm like, this is a smart, like, this is an intelligent majestic creature and you're selling it in a cage in Troy, Ohio. This is, and so it's, it's going to live longer wild. than you do. Man, yeah. <laughs> maybe not if super pets gets their hands on it, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that, that's the thing is like the, what makes this and I'll stop, but what makes this like the, the bird thing more is there is nothing sadder to me than seeing a bird not able to fly. 
it, yep. it, there, there's nothing sadder than that. So agreed. Yep. Let's uh, let's move off of birds. Let's go to Alan and Alan's number three <laughs> hill to die on. It's about uh, birds, isn't it? It is it's about go. birds. <laughs> uh, my number three is pretty straightforward. Uh, Star Wars is fine, guys. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I get some people are disappointed in the last few films that came out and maybe the TV shows. I don't know. I haven't really watched them. But the point is, Star Wars is fine. What came after doesn't detract from the original trilogy. They're still exactly what they were. Um, and that's that's pretty much all I have. Star Wars is fine. Yeah, I agree. It's something that like um, I've kind of realized as time has gone on and like the the ratio of Star Wars movies I really like to Star Wars movies I really don't like is uh, is not very favorable anymore. And so like and the other part of that is as I see more and more Star Wars media outside of the original story, I start to realize that like the idea of Star Wars is fine. They did it really well a couple of times. They did it really terribly a couple of times. And there's a bunch of really mid shit in the middle that I will never watch again uh, or never consume a bit again because it's, you know, it's video games now and stuff like that. So I, I kind of agree that like they they struck gold. I, I do think the original trilogy and some of the prequels are really good. I think episode eight's really good. And then and Rogue One is really good. But then there's a bunch of like like Solo was fine and I'll never watch it again. And Andor was pretty good, but I'll never watch it again. Um, stuff like that. So it's, it's fine. It's, it's, it almost doesn't deserve to be. And like what really does, but like it, it doesn't deserve to be like just this constant flow of star Wars stuff now. And there's other stuff like this too, with Marvel and Lord of the Rings, like nothing is good enough to milk as much as they're doing with it. If that makes sense. Let's, I'm, I'm just going to be completely clear, and then I'll let Bloodbath make a point. Uh, Star Wars is marketed towards children. Uh, it was originally a movie made by a brilliant filmmaker, and it was his take on a science fiction story. And it was really good because it came from the heart. Once the advertising and merchandising money started rolling in, that's when everybody decided that, like... This is that's what this is marketed towards children, toys, merchandise, all that. And we're in our 30s now and we don't care about those things. So I think that's why they now objectively episodes seven, eight and nine are terrible. But Alan is right. Star Wars is fine. And Dave, you are right where there is still gold to be found amongst what I would consider the rubble. But that's what it is. It's, it's marketed towards children and it's all about advertising, merchandising, all of the toys, video games, all that shit it's not going to be as good to us as it ever was. So end of statement. Yeah, I'll go a step further and I'll say that <clears throat> I know like in the past, I've given a really nerdy answer why like the original star Wars is different than other star Wars, but I think I'll just give like a brief, like star Wars was cool. And then in the nineties, when we were all young, um, we were introduced to it has a sort of a nostalgia play. And the only other Star Wars, you the only Star Wars for a long time you could consume was like the original trilogy. And then like occasionally you'd see like little like there'd be extended universe novels or like you'd start to see some stuff in video games. And it's like you got glimpses at it, but you weren't oversaturated. So it was still cool. 
And then at a certain point in time, they just started making tons of Star Wars, the prequels and then the sequels and all this other stuff. And it's just, I think it shines a light on like the fact that the world building that they did was not that well thought out in the beginning. And you liked it because you only got very little taste of it. Like you have so much Star Wars now, it's just kind of like not entertaining. I would argue sort of the same with Star Trek. Like, from the get-go, there's been tons of Star Trek stuff out there, TV shows and everything, and it's just, there's the hardcore fans, but, like, it just doesn't have a magic to it anymore. It was magical because you had three movies, and then you got little snippets of things here and there. And then now you just have so much, it's just not, it's not special. I think I would argue, like, yeah, I think I would argue that that's, like, that supports what Alan first said, that, like, the amount of like really good stuff to mine from the original concept and like the, the world building and stuff has already been mined. And now I just don't think there's any juice left in it because it, it wasn't good enough to support like 25 fucking movies and a new TV season every single year. It's just, you know, someone will have good ideas within the universe, but like it's, it's it's enough. And this is kind of how I feel about all of these properties that are getting just squeezed to death now. Like I'm there there's new Lord of the Rings stuff, which is like three movies that I really love. I don't want to watch new Lord of the Rings stuff and I don't want to watch new Marvel stuff. It's just, you know, part of it is just it's all too much and nothing is good enough to support that much shit coming out. So, uh, I mean, yeah, Rings of Power was great. I don't, dude, Rings I don't of Power was dog it, shit, man. That show was I have awful. heard nothing no but dog shit. Show I won't even awful, watch it, dude. Yeah, I, I won't even watch dude, it. No, it was not awful, dude. You watch it, it Dave? Yes, I watched. Well, I watched the first two episodes and I could not stop falling mm-hmm. asleep, which, like, how, how just, am I going to, you just need to sleep more then. Like you just have, that's, you've got that's, like that's some probably, sort of narcolepsy issue. That's probably true, Where's but I'll tell you what, what lawyer do you there, Dave? I'll, I'll tell you, I watch. I mean, I watched the entire season of Andor without falling asleep. I play, you know, Uh-oh. I play dozens I of hours even, of video games every week without falling asleep. I didn't even hear enough good Uh-oh. stuff about Andor to make me watch it. That's the yeah, thing. Same, I have though. Disney plus. I just didn't turn it on. I haven't turned on Disney plus for, months you know well, like at, yeah because disney, I mean, disney lost me with mandalorian right i mean that was that was so i don't trust them i didn't watch do, Kobe either. they do have old simpsons episodes there is a reason I, to still have it <laughs> oh disney plus does god damn it he's back in all right so that was alan's number three that star wars is fine bloodbath what's your number three all right uh <laughs> you guys had I think better ones than I did. So that the, mine might just kind of come off stupid. Um, all right. I'll start <laughs> Don't with worry, low my, hanging. my number two is awful. So continue. All right. I'll, I'll start with some low hanging fruit. Um, number three, uh, skyline chili is fucking great. And everybody who doesn't understand it, like, I'm sorry that you just don't get it, but <laughs> you're here. It's fucking amazing. I don't know what to tell you. Like you, you're, you're all just broken people. Um, okay. So this one comes from the fact that <laughs> I guess a recurring theme. So, uh, my girlfriend yeah. is originally from yeah. Maryland. She's lived in Colorado <laughs> for like 15 years. Uh, her, kid, her whole family <laughs> is not from Ohio. 
they have all, you know, a lot of them have uh, relocated here. She's got like six or seven brothers and sisters. And, and I, I hang out with them. I've gone over to her parents' house. I've met all of her family constantly. Like someone always brings up, you know, cause they're in Ohio, like this, like skyline chili. And they just like, like talk shit about it left and right. Like, I just don't get it. Why do you put cinnamon and chili? I'm like, I, I don't understand. I'm sorry that it doesn't make sense on paper, but it's fucking delicious. Like I, I, I get, maybe if you're not from Ohio or the Midwest, it's too foreign an idea for you. But just because someone put <laughs> chili or just because someone put cinnamon and brown sugar and chocolate in chili doesn't mean that it's just wrong and not good and bad. Like try it. It's fucking delicious. There's something about it. That's great. Also, I mean, you get a five way. It's spaghetti noodles. Again, that blows everybody's fucking mind. I, if I mean, my mom made chili spaghetti all the time. I don't think it's weird part of the like joy of like skyline is like the same joy that you get when you go to waffle house. Like it's garbage food. It's not good quality food, but it works when you go to skyline and you get a five way, they're just putting like plastic fucking cheese on top of it. But that's like the best fucking part. Like it's all garbage components and it just works magic. And, and, and they give sorry, you like, a side bowl of cheese like you'll get your thing and then they just give you a little <laughs> bowl of cheese Fuck it's awesome. yeah yeah it's awesome so good i w- i will die on that hill yeah agreed and about we'll the cinnamon part like what if you, if people are listening you've never had skyline chili it has cinnamon in it it has uh chocolate it has lots of non-standard chili ingredients but like it doesn't taste like cinnamon it doesn't taste like chocolate it's it's there to like build out a flavor base and it's like not sweet to no me at not, all. not even close i mean it honestly it's it's salty as fuck it's like the saltiest food on the planet it is kind of sweet let's be real sweet. though it's really like a soup or like a it's sauce. not chili. it's a sauce it's not it's a chi- sauce not yeah. chili that's what throws right? i mean off. It is. And so like in spaghetti, chili on spaghetti, that is a foreign concept in a lot of places. And so I get that people are tentative when they're like chili spaghetti. What the fuck? But I think bloodbath's right. And they just need to give it a shot because you can't explain it. It sounds disgusting. Cinnamon and chocolate and chili sounds absolutely disgusting. Um, but in practice, it's, it's magic, like you said. But it, it's like, like I said, it, you just have to understand that like, no, it doesn't taste like cinnamon. It doesn't taste like chocolate. It's the same fucking concept as like mole sauce or something like that. Like that has like 26 fucking ingredients in it. I don't even believe you when you're telling me that it doesn't taste like cinnamon and chocolate right now, Dave. I mean, like that's no, it, no one's going to believe you when, when you well, tell them that. That's, that's they fine. Have like, to try it. First of all, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't believe my opinions on meat-based sauces... <laughs> In the, we call chili. Yeah, and like, do you why? even listen to the podcast? Yeah, why? Why are you here? This is you come to me for the meat-based sauce opinions, <laughs> right? So meat-based sauce guy. I'm so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> so but no, Cincinnati chili rules, and uh, I was Correct. I was on the hill. I was fighting the good fight the entire time I was overseas, surrounded by fucking heathens who are not from Ohio and don't understand. I 
if I may, just one final point to maybe expound on it a little bit so that I'm not shitting on my extended friends and family. Um, it, Dude, shit I on guess, them. Come on, man. No, I guess maybe part yeah. of it, too, is like, it's the idea that like sometimes you'll name an ingredient or a dish and it might be a delicacy. It might be like a world renowned like treat, but they turn their nose up because they hear about an ingredient. For example, whenever, you know, back in the day in like old sitcoms or cartoons, somebody would talk about going to a really nice French restaurant and they're like, oh, I'll get the escargot. And they're like, don't you know what that is? That's snails. And everybody would like lose their shit. I'm like, bro, like that. Like a if a five Michelin star like restaurant made you snails, like I bet they're fucking delicious. Like if people are going to eat fucking (laughs) snails, it's they probably found out a way to cook them that they're really good. Like try it, at least give it a shot. You might fucking love it. Like that's all. It's just a weird idea to me to say that. Like, oh, this is what this is made out of, so it's just bad, is it? Because like if everyone's eating it and it's like really good, like what, like you know. Goose liver? Who the fuck's going to eat goose liver? (laughs) I think there's a big difference between cinnamon and eating a snail. That's all I'm going to say. Snails are good. That's all I'll say. Uh, And then we can move on to my number two. Um, My number two. This one's real stupid. And it comes from from my time in Korea. So uh, let me explain. Uh, My number two hill that I will die on is that the word burger specifically refers to ground meat formed into a patty and nothing else. Okay. <laughs> so Go this, on. this might be lost on our audience uh, unless we have people listening from Korea, which there are like three every episode. I see you out there. Um, in Korea, they <laughs> use the word burger to describe chicken sandwiches uh, and burgers. But like, if you like got a whole chicken breast and fried it and put it on a hamburger bun, they would call that a burger. And I was dying on the hill fighting the good fight that that's not a burger. It's a chicken sandwich. A chicken burger is if you grind up the chicken meat and form it into a patty, same concept with shrimp burgers. Um, it, if you put a couple of whole shrimp inside of like a, a, a base and then fry that up, it's not a burger. If you grind up the shrimp and form it into a patty, that's a burger. See the concept here? So wait, so wait, what do they call a chicken sandwich? They call it a chicken burger. So is it? Is I it about don't bun? understand. So like the Popeye's chicken sandwich or a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, they would call that a chicken burger. Is it? So is, is it about the bun versus <laughs> like bread? I think, and I think they're making the distinction with the bun that they, they mm. use a burger bun. Uh, and I disagree. If you're going to use the word burger, it has to be ground meat. And I don't give a shit what else is going on with the bread or with anything else, but um, it starts with the meat. And so like, this is a hill that's like not really worth dying on here in the U S cause no one says it that way, but uh, I'm still mad about it. And I gave like, I went on a couple of like, not like, not ahead, like tirades when I was teaching, but like I use this as an example uh, <laughs> when I was teaching sometimes about like, uh, unpopular opinions or like, uh, if I'm like making sandwich or like sandwich sentence structures or something like that, I would use this example and then everyone would get mad at me and it was fun, <laughs> but I wasn't joking. It's not a burger. Dave, Dave kid gave kids detention for this. Yes. For this very lives. thing. He, he brought out their fucking yeah. <laughs> Expelled them. Yeah. So, 
Okay, so you know what? No, I can't. I literally cannot make sense of this. No, it's ground beef. Dave's right. I wouldn't die on this hill, but if Dave was like, hey, top three crew, I'm dying on this hill. Are you coming with me? I'm there, Dave. I agree with you I, 100%. That is weird as fuck to me. I get the distinction. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's a burger bun. Well, uh, sure. So like, I, I, get, I get it. I get where they're coming from. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. That may be like just a dialect thing. I don't, I don't know. I, I just imagine Dave like pleading his case to like 14 like Korean sixth graders. And I'm just like, oh, this man, this man has gone through some stuff, dude. Like, I, <laughs> I wouldn't even say Korean. If you're fighting 14 like preteens, over something you are having a terrible fucking time but i feel for you and i will die well like these are all um like fun you know we're having fun with this like discussion or this example and like i say it because i know they're gonna get mad and like say that i'm wrong but like i'm up here actually like no actually like you don't understand the difference between a salmon burger and a salmon sandwich you get it I get that I'm mad for you, but no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's my number two. Like, dude, I said during bloodbaths, number three, that my number two was real fucking stupid, but there it is. So it's, 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 it's not stupid. Like it was that's not stupid, the, David. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, David. It's not. <laughs> Thank you, Joshua. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So uh, ooh, what, I, what I would say, this is, this is hills you would <laughs> die on. So I know this, and we talked about this already means something yeah. to you. And we weren't there to see those fights that you fought, man. So like, all I can do is like, be like, yeah, okay. That's a goofy ass hill to die on. But yo, he, he put that on, he put that on air. Like this man really gives a fuck about this. So I, yeah, I, I don't think it's stupid, bro. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Die on that hill, bro. Well, I, I was it. thinking, I was thinking about like what opinions or like arguments or like discussions have I gotten in where I'm not changing my mind ever. And this is one where I 100% will never change my mind. Uh, so that's my number two, that a burger has to have ground meat in it or ground meat substitute or whatever. It has to be ground formed into a patty. Aaron, what's your number two? I don't know which one of these two to talk about. Okay. You know what? I'm going to pull it back. This one, I am 80% sure I am wrong about, but I am going, <laughs> I am going to die on it. Uh, my number two is that in two years, Kenny Pickett will be a top 10 NFL quarterback and will eventually <laughs> lead the Pittsburgh Steelers to their seventh Super Bowl. So you guys are Browns fans. You don't have an objective take on this. I understand. And I'm willing to take that sort of hate. You could look at the stats, which obviously you will. They're bad. They don't look good at all. Kenny Pickett to me passes the eye test. Like, right. I have spent. Alan, how long did Ben Roethlisberger play in the NFL? 17 years? Uh, Something like it, that? Was it 17 years, really? It, it was close. Ooh. 2004 was when he was drafted. He's probably going to die soon. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that, that's his own business and not my own. Uh, so I, and, and I'm not trying to sound like that, but I have spent a good part of two decades watching, what it, what, what, watching a, a, a great quarterback. You know, and watching him decimate the likes of very many quarterbacks who were not as good as him. So I feel like I do have like a like, like an objective look on like the the little <laughs> things, the intangibles that do make a good quarterback. Kenny Pickett didn't put up the stats. 
Pittsburgh Steelers, they were two and six last year. We were about to have the worst season since like 1962, like, you know, before my dad was born. And it was bad. And Kenny Pickett came in, played the Bills, awful game, played the Eagles, awful game, and then won seven of the next eight games. Like, Kenny Pickett is not a flashy quarterback. He will never be what Ben Roethlisberger is, but the dude passes the eye test. Like, right? Like, he, he makes those, like, those like dumb little throws that you never think about. Uh, he, he actually makes them really well. I think that he is heavily like held back by his offensive coordinator. But when I look at Kenny Pickett, I look at, oh, this is the first time basically in my whole life that I have a quarterback on my team that I can feel good about having quarterback my team. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm throwing all of my money at this. Like, I think Kenny Pickett passes the eye test. I think the Steelers offense is maybe the worst offense in football, but I feel like they can go comfortably into the future knowing that like they put the right pieces around him. Kenny Pickett could put up some stats. He he could win some playoff games, potentially a Super Bowl. So I will die on the hill that like may, may you know, I, I think he will be a top 10 quarterback. I, I do think he has the potential to lead the Steelers to the Super Bowl, but more so like I will die on the hill that like Kenny Pickett is not a, going to end up being a shitty NFL quarterback. I think he's going to have a long and illustrious career. So that's my number three. I think Kenny Pickett's better than a lot of people think he is. So go on. Kenny Pickett, six out of 10. That's yeah. the best I can give him. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what he's looking at. Um, uh, I get it. I get Pickett, it. Kenny Pickett's all right. I, I mean, he'll play out his rookie contract for sure. Like they'll give him that long. <laughs> they will. And then, they will. And then he'll have a long, illustrious career as a backup in Jacksonville <laughs> or something. Yeah. yeah, Minnesota. I don't know. I mean, wherever he wants to go to party. Kenny Pickett sucks, man. Like he's in the oh, Hall of Fame. We've talked about Oh, oh, that's right. What what did he do? He threw a pass? Like, no, a, he's, like uh, the not first like a good one or anything. He's right. the first rookie quarterback in NFL history to lead back, back to back fourth quarter comebacks or That's in cool. the last Dude, two minutes. I'm, I'm sure that there are Browns players in the Hall of Fame for some Elias sports. Bureau I know, shit I know. Too, yeah. dumb. I'm sorry. That, that, was, yeah. that was dumb. I just hate Allen so much. <laughs> I respect it. It's I respect only, hating on Allen. I respect it. It's only because I'm right in this <laughs> circumstance. There's yeah. no. The only people that think Kenny Pickett is anything other than just another guy that made it to the NFL are Steelers fans. That's that's it. Full stop. Mm-hmm. I, I have nothing else. Colt McCoy would have done better than Kenny Pickett his rookie yeah. year if he was on the Steelers team with their defense getting so the, interceptions yeah. all the time. What 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 does being on the Steelers have to do with it? Like, yeah, they're de- but the Steelers defense wasn't great last year like no, they weren't know? great but they got tons of turnovers and you right. know the the reason the Steelers went on a big winning streak because I watched those games is that they were dog shit for the first 55 minutes of all those games but their defense held the other team because they're playing fucking yeah pro bowl quarterback uh Tyler Huntley yeah. and then Kenny Pickett leads a drive they win the game suddenly Kenny Pickett's like fucking great but we're ignoring he the fact that he was him. terrible That's what he did. yeah well for the just first really, 55 minutes. We're just yeah. ignoring that. Well, you know, they were both, uh, you know, divisional games. He's 1-0 against the Browns. He's 1-0 against the Ravens. Like, That's these not are the brag that you think it is, man. 
It's the yeah, Browns. It, 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 it is. It is when you're in the division. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, I, I preface this with, I don't think Kenny, I, I'm 80% sure I'm wrong about this. Like I see it too. Like, right. I, I know I do. But uh, to my original point, like it is <laughs> weirdly, this is, uh, it is so nice having a quarterback that I can root for. Like, you know, that that I can really, really like knuckle down and say, I don't feel bad about rooting for this guy. And, you, you know, a bigger point. Steelers were on the edge. Uh, you know, they were in the lead to get the first overall pick for like four weeks last year. And then Kenny yeah, Pickett came in and they, they, they started winning. Their defense is good, but like Ben Roethlisberger never would have won a Super Bowl if their defense wasn't good. Yeah, and he was a top ten quarterback. Oh, I one I one hundred percent agree. Ben Roethlisberger wouldn't have won a yeah, Super Bowl. Of, of course not. Of course not. He, he's was, not Patrick Mahomes. I got an honorable mention about Ben Roethlisberger coming, man. All right. The Steelers were two and six because Mike Tomlin thought that Mitch Trubisky was better than Kenny Pickett. Yeah, yeah. One of his very few flaws, uh, Mike Tomlin. I agree, but. That, that I kind of think, think he's going to be good, <laughs> but, if he's, but if he hasn't shown substantial improvement by the end of next year with this schedule and all the weapons they put around him, I'll be the first person to tell you, now nah, this guy sucks. You know, two years. That's what you get. So to move us on, I think that like dying on the hill for your sports team is a very sports fan thing to do, regardless of how right or wrong you are. Uh, all like me, you, Alan, and sometimes bloodbath will die on the hill for our sports team because sports fandom is mental illness and it doesn't make any fucking sense to begin with. So correct. Yeah. That's how I know I'm right. Sports takes are always here. (laughs) Uh, all right. So that was Aaron's number two, Alan, what's your number two? Oh, um, my number two is cookies. Uh, they are the superior dessert. (laughs) Over, Um, over all other forms of dessert. All other forms of dessert. Exactly, okay. Dave. Um, for a few reasons. I agree. I mean, I get that Like, some people are going to disagree with me. There are a lot of options for desserts. But there are no desserts with more options than cookies. You can make a cookie with fucking whatever. Um, so whatever you want your cookie to taste like, you can make it taste that way. Um, so I dig that about cookies. They're portable. Even carry them in your pockets. Um, <laughs> toss them in a bag. You don't need utensils. It's 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 great. Cookies, super portable. Um, easy portion control. Unless you have like a whole box of Girl Scout cookies, you can just grab one cookie and run. Just done. Um, won't even chase like, you out of water. You can just grab it. <laughs> yeah, just grab it and, and dip the fuck out. Yeah, they tell people not to chase them anymore. I like I have a pie or, or cake or something. Like I'll eat that whole fucking cake. I'll do it. Um, but I won't eat like 36 cookies. As an adult, Alan is uh, just eating sheet cakes left and right. <laughs> if I, if I could make spoon. a sheet cake, I would do it. Yeah, with a spoon. I usually just eat them fork and pan style. <laughs> with a <laughs> soup ladle. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm an I'm an animal. <laughs> um and uh oh yeah cookies are the most shareable dessert you just throw them on a plate carry them around give them to people they're like donuts in that regard which is probably like the number two dessert so um cookies superior dessert followed closely by donuts 
I hate to say this, but I agree with Alan. Cookies are the best. At first, I wanted to not agree with him. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know, if you did roughly like the top 25 sweet like foods, like probably like nine of them would be cookies. I love <laughs> cookies, bro. And I yeah. just realized how much I, I don't even fuck with sweet stuff anymore. We got this old lady that works with us now and she brings in cookies every Saturday. And I'll eat like six motherfucking cookies, dude. I love them. Doesn't matter what it is. No icing. But if it doesn't have icing, I'm eating that fucking cookie. I love this. Cookies are the best dessert, man. Um, I've always, I always tend, if I'm going to eat dessert, which I hardly ever do, uh, if I'm going to have something sweet, which I actually also never do, like ice cream is kind of the indulgent thing I want to go to. Like cookies never really seem to satisfy me the same way. Um, but I do like the point you're making. Side note, has anybody tried that cookie chain that's like going around like crumble cookie? I have. It's so fucking good, dude. They make the best cookies. They're it's a, not close. It's, They're so it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, although, but like I will say, Alan is making good points. Like Oreos are always like, like if I'm going to go for cookies. But, to, you know, Aaron made the comment, like, honestly, growing up, if anytime my mom made cookies like chocolate chip cookies like there is nothing better than that like when they are still warm like god damn those are good i could eat those forever and be be just a happy camper um just you know chocolate chip cookies that mom makes so i don't know i mean alan might be onto something maybe yeah hard cookies v chewy cookies what do you pick everybody's chewy. a chewy person chewy, here, right? Right? it's gotta yeah. be okay, 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 but okay, okay, I, okay i will okay. say so like I was thinking about this because I, I wasn't obviously not inclined to agree with Alan, but um, <laughs> a really good cookie is better than a really good cake and a really good pie mm-hmm. and most other forms of dessert that I can think of right now, like only rivaled by a really fresh donut or like a really fucking yes. awesome fresh cinnamon roll or something like that. But if you get a really well-made fresh cookie, there's almost nothing better. So I I think I'm with you, Alan. Also, and I'll say, I like, had, you, like, yeah. you threw out cinnamon rolls. Donuts, cinnamon rolls, and pies are all hit or miss. Like, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're just not good. Cookies are pretty consistent. I was just going to say, mm-hmm. cookies are like the dessert version of pizza, where, like, a bad yep. cookie is, is way fucking better than a bad great, cake. Great, great, great point. And not only that, a bad cookie is a good cookie. <laughs> we'll put that I, on your I tombstone. Your <laughs> yeah. Please do. Please do. Okay, so that was Alan's number two that cookies are the superior form of dessert. Bloodbath, what's your number two? Okay. A hill that I will die on is when people act like fashion just because fashion trends come and go and new things become fashionable and and uh new clothing styles become more popular. I still think that there is a large amount of fashion styles that just never get old. Um, And I think if you're able to, I think if somebody decides to dress with a lot of that in mind, I think that they always look good. And I kind of reject the idea that because something's new and fashionable, it's, it's, it looks good. Um, I see a lot of young kids that wear clothes today that I just never in a million years would wear, no matter how old I am. And then I also feel sometimes I wear clothes and people look at me like, well, 
man, why are you wearing that? Aren't you kind of old for that? I'm like, no, man, like jeans and black t-shirts, like don't really go out of style. In my opinion, a nice pair of boots don't really go out of style. Everything else can change. Other things can become popular, but like those things don't really go out. And I, I sort of, I guess my hill, the hill I'm going to die on is sort of rejecting that, um, new fashion trends are good. I guess that's the way we'll say it. And and the fashion and fashion and fashion industry in the fashion industry is like fucking bullshit. Here's why they tell you that because you're right, Bloodbath, the black t-shirt, a pair of je- pair of blue jeans, right? Never goes out of style. Why they're saying you dress weird is because all of your black t-shirts have graphics on them. And that's why they saw you wearing that uh, clockwork orange shirt, dude. <laughs> and they were like, that's just too much, right? So graphic tees, death out of style. You shouldn't be wearing them. I'm giving you this advice as a friend not to be mean. Uh, but I'm but I'm 100% like on there with you, dude. Like, and, and, and I'll even make it like kind of mean. Like, I think that anybody who gives a fuck about fashion is wild. If you're a girl and you got to do your thing, you got to do your thing. I get it. We're all into our own things, right? But if I meet a guy that's like, oh, yo, dude, like I just got these gucci slides i'm like what the fuck are you talking about dude what do you mean oh yeah they're they're slippers made by gucci i'm like homeboy i gotta get i gotta get you a baseball glove i'm gonna extend that from to everybody like if you care about fashion that is cool but i do not give a fuck what anybody wears i don't care and that extends most especially to myself I am not dressed like if I'm going out somewhere with my wife, then I will wear something nice so that she doesn't look bad. But I do not give a fuck what I look like and what other people think of what I'm wearing. And like when I go to work, I will wear something that like looks decent because, you know, I don't want to get in trouble at my job. But when I'm going out to the store or if I'm going out on a walk or something like that, if I'm like going out to eat somewhere that's not like a nice place. I don't give a fuck what I'm wearing. Like I, I just don't care. And it's really hard for some people who do care about that to understand. But I literally, all I care about is that what I'm wearing is comfortable. I don't give a shit what it looks like. So, so, so let me, yeah. let me just clarify that a bit. I guess I mean it more in the sense of there are some things that just look good. And I think that there has been a huge trend I work with a lot of younger people. I, I'm in a bar all the time. I see people five, ten years younger than me, and I just see how things change. And there's been like this big push for like, like early two thousands clothes yes. back style, which makes sense Sweatpants. because yeah. it's about twenty years. But that's my point. Like, I just personally, I just don't think sweatpants look good. You can wear them. Anybody can wear them. I'm just saying sometimes they don't look good. All a bunch of girls recently have gotten into like wearing mom jeans. I don't know if it's ironic or there's something else. I'm like, yeah, you just don't look good in them though. Like I, I get that maybe it's popular, but I don't think you look good in them. When we I were disagree. Younger, I disagree. Hold on. Hold on. So let, me fin- let me finish. Let me finish. Fair enough, fair enough. Like, I mean, I'm sure some people do. Some people just look good in anything. But when we were younger, girls wore like the real low rise jeans. Like it just kind of is a good look. Um, women started think- wearing look, women started wearing leggings and yoga, yoga pants all the time. They look good. I like, you know, lots of girls have nice legs and butts. Like it's nice to see them. It's a good look. Some things don't go out of style. I agree. But like some, t- like 
lots of guys come in just wearing like sweatpants and track pants all the time. And I'm like, it just doesn't always look good. And that's I hate me, it. baby. That's me. That's Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave you look, Dave, you're going to look good all the time. You don't, I don't, I just, you don't, I don't know. It's just something I pick up on. And I guess I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, an I'm asshole. fine with, I'm fine with sweatpants, like out in public. Like if you're going to court or something, don't wear sweatpants. If you have like a business meeting, sweatpants, probably not the best call. But like, if you're going to the, the drugstore or something, you know, wear sweatpants, pajama pants. I couldn't agree more. Pajama pants. That's, uh, that's a no go, but sweatpants I'm all right with. See, I'm just, I'm just so far on the spectrum of like, let, let's just assume we're going to a bar, like we're going to subhouse. I don't give a fuck if someone's wearing sweatpants or pajama pants or mom jeans. I, I like, like it doesn't register to me what people are wearing. If you're wearing like loud ass pajamas, then yeah, I'll see that. But like, I'm not paying attention to the style of jeans that people wear. It just, I just, I don't care. Well, I mean, going back to the mom jeans thing. Um, I'm big fan. <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds number one too. Yeah, Alan's like, <laughs> he's got an edible complex. Like, right? Me and Alan yeah. are about that. Oedip- Oedipus? Oedipal. Oedipus is his I name. Love, I love Julie. I mean, she's just... <laughs> I love Connie so much, dude. You have no idea, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, oh. that was Bloodbaths number two um, about fashion. I forget the original point that like some things look good and some things don't. Some things don't go out of style, and I think just because something new, it doesn't mean that it looks good. Right. Good point. Oh, that's okay. Fair. So, uh, my number one, Hill That I'll Die On. And uh, this is something that's it's kind of like an offshoot of something I said in the Unpopular Opinions episode, but it's more broad. So, not to uh, toot my own horn or anything, but I uh, I dip my toes into a little bit of criticism from time to time, media criticism, um, focusing no. on video games. You know, you no no, um, and one of the hills that I will die on is that if you are watching a movie or playing a video game or watching a TV show, listening to music, whatever, um, the the context of when that thing was released is not very important. Uh, so if I'm watching a movie from 1940 in 2023, I, I don't care what it was like at the time, as far as filmmaking techniques or what was popular or what was, uh, preferred. Um, if I'm listening to music from the eighties, uh, I don't really care what the trends were and I don't care what, uh, techniques people were using. And if I'm playing an old video game, I, I don't care what the design trends were. I care about what it's like to watch that movie or listen to that music now. And this is the hill that I'll die on is that no, I do not need to take the context of the time super to heart. Like it's important to acknowledge the context, but I do, I, it, it doesn't influence my opinion. I don't care. Uh, so I'll give you an example of, uh, Pokemon red and blue are just not that fun to go back to. Now there've been so many advancements just within the Pokemon series that those games are kind of tough to go back to. And I don't care anymore that that was the first game and that they were figuring it out. Like I can 
look off to the side and be like, yes, I, I understand that. But when I'm playing that, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about how fucking slow those games are and how busted they are uh, in a lot of ways. So that's my number one when I'm evaluating something about whether I like it or not. I don't give a shit what the original context was. So I agree with you in the terms that like, it's not going to interest me if it doesn't interest me. Right. I do think it's important to kind of take that context into account. Like it is really cool. Like, uh, going back and, 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 and watching some old movies and being like, yo, could you imagine how people fucking reacted the first time they saw this shit or going back and listening to, you know, like when, when, when like a certain genre of music was created or when something really out of the norm was created that ended up is being super popular for decades to come. Just being like, yo, could you imagine being like a guy in the seventies and here and, and hearing this thing or hearing that thing? So I do think it is important to do that. What I will say or where I agree with you is like, I I don't think context is important. I do. You, you did say like, you know, it, it is important to acknowledge it. So obviously you do think on the same line that I'm thinking. I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate a little bit. Uh, so I'm with you on that. Like context is not important to me in terms of like how much enjoyment I take out of something. But I, I will say something that, you, you know, you kind of got like, I do think it is cool to look back at or that I can like find enjoyment in something I might not have. Uh, when I think about how people, when they first like, you know, like 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 Star Wars, like the first movie, like hey, you go back and watch it. Yeah, we all love that movie, but it's not it's not a great movie. Like it's it's weird and shit. But just being like, yo, could you imagine like being like a fourteen year old kid and seeing that in theaters after, you know, your whole life not seeing anything like that? I do think it's important, but I I, I am with you in the sense that it's like it's not important as to whether or not. I find enjoyment in it to that degree. I don't think people should be calling people out on stuff like that. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. B man. Sorry. Go ahead. And I'll ask my question. Oh no. I I was just going to like use the example of like, so like star Wars is weird for me because I did watch it when I was a young kid. So it's not like I'm, it's not like, I'm going into it fresh when I watch it now. So like a movie like that would be like, if I watch an old James Bond movie or something and I'm like this, I I don't like this. Uh, I don't need the context of like, Oh, this is what James Bond was at the time. That doesn't matter to me about like how I feel about the experience of watching that movie. And I'm, I only picked James Bond because I was running through my head of like, okay, what's something Alan likes that I can single out here? But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, um, th- that's like, that's an example or like, um, like old school or like some of those like early two thousands, like Will Ferrell type movies that like the humor is just like not great anymore. in a lot of those, the context of like what was acceptable as far as comedy goes at that time is not important to me. I don't care. It, what is important to me is how I perceive it now, that kind of thing. So, yeah. What's up, B-Man? Okay, I think you kind of answered my question in part, because I, I was going to say, do you feel like if you were to go back and watch a movie that you still love, I don't know, Blues Brothers, but you can like find that since that movie was made in 1980, there's like some problematic lines of dialogue or jokes. Oh yeah. I'm sure there is like, but do you feel like, do you let it bother you or do you go, well, you know, I don't know. 
they made it at this time, so it's whatever. And I still have the enjoyment of watching the movie. And maybe that's a different, maybe that's kind of a different question, but I guess I was just curious. It's sort of like, I guess you kind of answered it with the comedies because I can, like, that makes sense to me. Like in at you in this point in time, it's like, I, yeah, I just don't enjoy watching it. Whether it was okay to watch it then doesn't really matter. So maybe you've already answered that. Yeah. Like going, like if I were to watch an old movie that I used to really like and, I mean, if, if there's a joke that's like just not cool anymore, then I, I will not enjoy that joke. Or like it might extend to like, I don't think this movie's funny at all. But I like my point is really like the whole thing where it's like, oh, no, you really had to be there in 1980 to like fully appreciate it. I'm like, no, I, I didn't need to be there in 1980. I'm fully capable of appreciating something older now. I don't need the context of 1980. That's what I'm saying. That's like my whole point, basically. What's what's interesting about that for me is I I almost feel to an extent I'm kind of wired the exact opposite in that like I seem to not care so much about new movies or TV shows or video games or music because it feels like it has no uh resonance with any like type of era or scene or anything like that. Like like movies or TV shows, everyone's like, oh, you got to watch this, whatever. You know, Star Wars or like Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones type shit. Like, that's kind of different. But I mean, like, people are like, oh, there's this new show about like, you know, whatever, a, a ser- you know, serial killer or whatever. Like, anything that's made today doesn't feel like it exists. It feels like it exists outside of time. So I always tend to f- really appreciate things that I was like, oh, this is made in the 70s and it feels like it's made in the 70s. This is made in the 90s. It feels like it was made in the 90s. That's just me. I'm not saying that makes it right or wrong. I'm just saying yeah. I just think it's interesting because I'm and I almost take it like, again, it doesn't mean I'm going to like it just because it was made in a certain time. But I almost feel like that's that's a component of it to me. Like if I listen to Frank Zappa from the 70s, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird today, but like I can appreciate like this was like this is a style they were going for at this time. And that's what it is. It exists in that category. And you when I turn it on, it's because I want to hear something, you know, if I want to listen to dark side of the moon, it's because it's like, that was, that's the style they were going for at that time. That's, that's just that era of music. Um, yeah, that's how I look at it, but I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's more for me, just like, I, I don't really care about what the trend was as far as like dark side of the moon and like what bands were doing at that time. When I listen to it, I want to listen to it because I like the music and the context really doesn't add anything to me. And this really, like I said this on our unpopular opinions episode, but it's really because like I do the podcast about video games and sometimes I play video games that are very outdated and the defense that people give of like, Oh, you had to be there in 1998. And I'm like, well, that doesn't do anything for me now. So it doesn't add anything to my experience. So that's where it came from. But, um, it, it does also extend to movies and music and stuff like that too. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's my number one. Uh, I will put a pin in that now. Uh, so Aaron, what's your number one? So this actually, <laughs> I know I said I wasn't going to get mad tonight, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, this is actually like one of those things that is like, so bothersome to me because it's like leaked its way into the human conscious. Uh, I think, 
and I'm, I'm trying to think of the best way to categorize all of this at once, but I, I, I guess like the hill I'm willing to die on the most is that astrology, uh, uh, alternative medicine, uh, that these things are complete fucking bullshit. Uh, the original, what's that weird Al song dog or Dave? Uh, what's your horoscope for your today? Horoscope for today. I'm going to paraphrase this cause I, I don't have it memorized, but I do not believe that the relative positions of the planets and the stars hold some special deep significance that applies to only you. I think if you go in your local newspaper, just go on to Google now, uh, and you read, uh, like, I'm a Pisces, right? But I believe if I went and I read the astrology, you know, the horoscope for an Aries, it, I, I could also find something in the Aries that applies to me. Or if I if I read the uh, the Sagittarius, I'd be like, you know what? Maybe I'm actually a Sagittarius. And guess what? There are like, oh my God, dude, there are moon charts. So it's like, oh, well, you know, like your astrological side is this, but your moon chart sign is this. And I'm like, what is, what What do you mean by that? Or is, there's another level to this bullshit. <laughs> um, my, <laughs> this is very funny because I'm mad. <laughs> Uh, the, the original, uh, the original number one, number one that I had was that the Myers-Briggs personality test is complete bullshit because oh, I'm yeah. actually, yeah, dude, it is the dumbest fucking thing. And like, Dave, you're married. You're, you're not on, you know, these dating apps. However, Bloodbath Allen and I are, and it is so wild to like go across somebody's profile and they're like, oh, I'm a PFNF. What? What is like i had to look that up because i was like what the fuck do they is that a is that a weird sex acronym that i don't understand <laughs> i'm a side note side <laughs> note i am not i am not on those apps anymore however oh when gosh. i oh my god when i was when i was on those apps there's a lot of things i saw in there i'm like i have to look this fucking thing up what the fuck are they trying to say Oh, okay. I get it. Whatever. Uh, oh, 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 you're you're in Aries. Like, yeah. yeah okay. I don't. Sorry, I don't need to do like a twenty minute questionnaire to find out that I'm introverted. Okay, like yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, that I care. Like, right? Yeah, like, of course I. Oh, Aaron, you're such a Pisces. It makes total sense. Yeah. I, like, so I'm I took the test. To Turns out like, I don't like you. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and any, any, anyways, anyways, I again categorically, I can't come up with a word that encapsulates all of those things but i feel like you need to i feel like you need to make a distinction between astrology and alternative medicine because those are two very very different things are they agree to disagree well craig craig what is in the medical field puncture well, yeah, sure. So, like, Craig, our Al- good friend, Craig, I think Aaron, Aaron's talking about like crystals and shit, right? Yeah, it, it's like it's okay, like. Okay, well, that's fine. Okay, if he's mysticism. talking about crystals, and yeah, shit. Mi- mi- mysticism is cosmic right medicine. No, <laughs> like yeah, he's trying, no, no, no. Like he's casting a spell on something. Yeah, mi- 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 mysticism, uh, homeopathic. Can I ask you, like, is yeah. it any more silly than thinking that there's like? Uh, like ageless white man with a beard yes. living, Alan, living in the sky. That Alan, can, I'm, that created all of us and controls everything we do. Except he also gave us free will. Uh, Alan, point I was just about to make. I wasn't. You went hard. 
you went H-A-M right there, my guy. But I, I'm going to say, like, I <laughs> find it very hard to believe in things that there is no proof of. No science, no, 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 like, documented scientific evidence that says that this thing exists with multiple sources and articles and blah, blah, blah. I ain't reading them, but I know what's real and not real at this point. I'm 35. And all of the, and it's not only like that people believe this, because of course they do, but like so many people like take stock in like this shit. Like so many people will tell, oh, you're such a Pisces motherfucker. Pisces are fish. What do you mean I'm a Pisces? That makes no sense. They're stars. They don't even look like fish. First of all, first of all, let's hear so much, girlfriend. You, you were hoping to sum this shit. all up in like one quick sentence. And I think your sentence is, is that Aaron's hill that he will die on is that God is not real. That's what it's, I'm getting from your entire I, speech. If God, First if of God all, existed, if God existed, would astrology exist? I think it's a good question. <laughs> that is actually a good question. Here's what I'm going to say. First of all, Aaron, through Jesus, all things are possible. So go ahead and write that down. <laughs> that, that's oh, true. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. I love you so much. Uh, I had nothing to say. <laughs> no, no, you had everything to say. So you guys, you guys tell me, tell me if this sounds like something you can identify with, okay? Uh, nothing is too hot for you to handle, but why do you insist on burning your hand when you don't have to? Hmm? I don't know anyone, what that means, but I'm already can anyone, mad. Can anyone I'm relate? Can anyone relate? That's the horoscope today yes. for uh, for Taurus, which is Ooh. none of your signs, Ooh. as far as Ooh. I know. D- Dave, it's almost like they're fortune cookies. It's weird. I put more stock in my fortune cookie. I really like that Dave knew that we weren't Tauruses. That kind of makes me feel warm and fuzzy. Oh yeah, I think he. Oh my god, Blood, bloodbath believes yeah, in that I, shit. I Listen googled, to him talk. I googled when's Alan's birthday, and it helped. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's I knew Alan. what Alan you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so Aaron's number two horoscopes and the like are bullshit. Uh, Alan, or sorry, number one. Alan, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is uh, the Oxford comma, guys. It's it's here, not here. optional. Um, you got to use it. Correct. Uh, so, so the Oxford comma, it's, uh, it's like a comma that comes before after the penultimate uh, item in a, in a list. It comes before and. Yeah. In com- the list. Exactly. Yeah. After the penultimate item. Yes. In the list. Yeah. So before and in the list. Um, I, I don't understand like we're not we're not children anymore the only argument not to use the oxford comma is that you don't want to, to put another comma you don't want to write another comma that's you know, fifth grade <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, it's the only reason and and frankly it's just a, a bullshit reason and i'm tired of hearing it so uh just go ahead do us all a favor just go ahead and put that that last little comma there finish it off and we can have the clarity that we all deserve in the English language. I agree. Stephen King uses the Oxford comma and he's the best, right? Cause he's not a schmuck, you know? I mean, only schmuck. Yeah, he, he knows Oxford right. Commas. Yep. Correct, dude. I'm totally with you. I always thought it was weird. Like, so I was looking at like lists of hills to die on like today, just, 
to just to make sure I wasn't forgetting anything. And the amount of times I saw the Oxford comma, I was like, yo, like people really do give a shit about this, man. So like, yeah, I, I think it's a great fucking answer, Alan. It's it's one of those things that like people either strongly like they use it all the time or they never use it. I'm an Oxford comma guy uh, Same. because I'm a member of high society. I drink wine and Uzo and shit, bro. You know, I'm on Oxford. Comma. I drink water from a Brita filter. I drink my toilet water from the tank, not the bowl <laughs> from the ground. <laughs> uh, I love this answer, Alan. This is a really, yeah, really good answer. And I, I like how me a and very Aaron, Alan answer. Yeah, me and Aaron went super hard with our number ones, and Alan's just like, Oxford comma, I'm a fan. Yeah, let's be reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh Alan's number one is the Oxford comma. You should use it. Bloodbath, what's your number one? All right. Ah oh, man. I could do another stupid one. I just All hope right. it involves your girlfriend. Let's go. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, vinyl records sound better as a medium than all other forms of recorded music. This is the best bloodbath answer imaginable. I believe this and he is right. Right. Like, I, so, okay. CDs are a sample based form of music. MP3s and streaming are also sample bit forms of music. You're not getting the full spectrum of the audio wave. Only on vinyl is the full spectrum of the audio that was recorded replayed correctly. You are getting the full soundscape when you listen to a vinyl record. When you listen to a CD or an MP3 or any other digitized form of music, you actually aren't even really hearing music at all. You're hearing um, a quick succession of uh samples of music and your brain kind of creates like a flip book effect where you think you're, it fills in the gaps for you. And you think you're hearing a, you think you're hearing music. You're actually not at all. Um, again, that's why I just think there's something special about like, if you care about music on the level of some people, it's not for everybody. And like, I definitely have Spotify and CDs and I still do have an iPod because sometimes you're in the car, you're at the gym, you're at work. You can't always carry a record player around with you, although I do sometimes. Um, So it's not like you can always, you know, I appreciate all the other forms of uh, (laughs) media that are out there, but something about vinyl records just sound better. They sound good when you have a good record player with a good amp uh, and good speakers. When you get like more into an analog style of sound, like there's just a warmth and a brightness that comes out in records that you don't always get. Also, the fact that you have to listen to it in whatever sequence and order that was done on the record. You can't just skip around to different songs. I know for some people, they don't like that. For me, that's always a fun way to discover new music or songs you didn't always like um, or didn't really know about. Uh, the the ritual of opening up a, a record sleeve and looking at the liner notes, having it there, like that's all something nice. And as we've started to find out uh, through streaming services like HBO Max and Netflix and stuff like that. Um, when everything's in this cloud-based like streaming world, they can just decide not to show something. Like it can just disappear. So many like Netflix and HBO shows, like they they don't exist on DVD or anywhere else. They were just always streaming, and then they decide they just don't want them anymore, and they're gone, and they just don't exist anymore. At least these vinyl records are tangible. I have them. 
if the internet goes down, I can put a record on anytime I want to and listen to it. Like you can't, you know, it's almost not as egregious, but it's almost like book burning. Like we're going to say this doesn't exist anymore. Or they put out an episode or on Disney, they changed an episode of the Simpsons because they don't like something in it. Like at least these records, they exist and nobody can go back through and augment them or change what someone said. Uh, I don't know. So I guess that's my hill. Most bloodbath answer. So do they sound better or are they better? They are. They sound better and are a better medium for recorded music. Period. I don't know. I don't listen to vinyl. I I can't believe you carry a record player around with you. Yeah, yeah, you're weird. That sounds. I don't know. I don't know. Absolutely absurd. Not everywhere, but on occasion, I'll like take one with me. I have a portable one. I have one in my kitchen, one in my office, one in my living room. At your home, at your home, for sure. Like, and, yeah. you know, have yeah. as many of them as you want. But you have like one in your vehicle, or like I have a, you take I have it to a portable the gym. I have a no, but I have a portable suitcase <laughs> one. And every once in a while, if I want to go to someone's house and play some records, I can grab a couple records and that. Go well, that down too, somewhere. That's <laughs> Bloodbath got too much money. You got a suitcase, vital dude. That is crazy as fuck, That's to me, bro. That's the only vinyl that I have is a suitcase vinyl. That's like, weird. It, it fits on a uh, bookshelf. I'm, I'm not against your top three uh, or against your pick, Bloodbath, because this is the quintessential Bloodbath pick, and I don't know how I didn't see it fucking coming, dude. I, uh, I, 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 I'm with Alan, dude. I don't ever listen to anything on vinyl. Like uh, it's just too much work when I could just press a button, you know? Spotify. So I, I, I love, yeah, I love yeah, Spotify. Same. Yeah, same. I, I, I don't know. I can't relate Ooh. to this. Now, it, it's been established that, like, I have all, like, 10,000 songs that I've ever liked in one playlist, and I just put that on shuffle most of the time <laughs> when I'm listening to music. But I I do see the appeal of sitting down and listening to a record or just, like, putting a record on when you're cooking or something like that. And I I do agree that it sounds better if you have the right equipment. But unless you have, like, top-of-the-line shit I think it's like, it's better. It's not that much better. And the fact that it's not that much better doesn't offset how fucking expensive vinyl is. Uh, so I just like, I'm, I'm with you. It does sound better. And it is shitty that if Spotify and Taylor Swift get in a feud, Taylor Swift will pull her songs from Spotify. And then I can't listen to Taylor Swift. Like that's shitty. Yes. Yes. And and honestly, at that at this point, that's almost even the most prescient like aspect of it is the fact that they could just take things away. Yeah, this is this is happening across all forms of media right now. It's a big thing with video games too. Um, just like today, as we're recording, Nintendo closed a couple of um, digital stores for the the Wii U and the 3DS. So like, you just can't buy games there anymore, and kind of like vinyl physical video games are really fucking expensive now uh, old ones so it's like the preservation um is an issue across all media now that if whoever decides that runs like the stores or the streaming services that they're like you know we're taking this tv show off netflix and that show's just gone that's shitty um but it's not shitty enough for me to like try to buy DVDs or something like that or buy vinyl. And I respect that. And the only thing I will say to that point is 
if Netflix took Seinfeld off tomorrow and nobody wanted to pay to have it on again, you could still go find those DVDs. What right. sucks about a lot of newer music that comes out is they'll press it on vinyl, which is cool, but like that's kind of it. And so you either listen to it on a streaming service, which I fucking love Spotify because I have there's way more shit on Spotify than I have in my collection and I can discover new shit. But that's again where like it gets if it's not pressed on vinyl, then it's not pressed anywhere. Like a lot of the yeah. Netflix shows or things like that, like they didn't get a DVD release, like they just don't exist anymore. Yeah. So that and that to me is what makes it and maybe it's more of a streaming and video game issue than it is a music issue because there's still stuff that gets pressed on vinyl, but like just the f- idea that, you know, your favorite show, brand new show that came out, you know, Stranger Things only exists on Netflix. There's no DVD copy of it anywhere. If they said yeah. they didn't want to see it anymore, it would, you just couldn't see it. That's yeah. concerning. They'll, they'll sell a Blu-ray at some point, right? Or maybe. Is Blu-ray still the medium? I don't know. I, I think I, maybe so. Maybe I'm behind. Okay. It's, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you bloodbath. Like I, like I personally don't do that, but I like, I think you're right about everything you said. It's just like personal preferences of how you consume things, you know? So that is our top three. Let's do our lightning round honorable mentions. Um, I have two honorable mentions lightning round. Um, I made one of these an honorable mention cause I didn't want to like actually get mad, but, uh, honorable mention conspiracy theories are dumb. They're not fun. They're just dumb. Uh, and the other one <laughs> is that in and out is good. It is not overrated. It is good. Uh, and you cannot compare it to something like five guys. They are different niches in the fast food uh market so that's my honorable mentions aaron how about you (laughs) i also made my honorable mention my honorable mention because i didn't want to like i didn't want to have a 40 minute conversation like right i i I mean this and it's big all right my honorable mention is uh the greatest basketball player of all time is lebron james and it's not michael jordan you can nitpick stats and stuff all you want, but if LeBron and Michael Jordan played a game of one-on-one, LeBron would win, and he would win by four. Greatest, <laughs> great, greatest uh, physical specimen. <laughs> Just a wild. LeBron's better than MJ. I don't give a fuck what you say. Championships, championships. Come on now. LeBron James, <laughs> number one. Okay. Just the truth. Alan, how about you? I actually have a whole list, so I'm going to go through them real quick. Um nectarines are better than peaches uh dosi dos <laughs> are the absolute best girl scout cookie dark um, roast coffee better than light roast coffee pilsners are gross um we need to do something about hid lights on these cars that drive behind me uh hot dogs are not a sandwich and just because a quarterback wins super bowls doesn't mean that they need to be in the hall of fame Hmm. agreed bloodbath what's yours uh i'll do qu- two quick ones one um i'm tired of hearing about everybody who doesn't have to drink coffee anymore and has gotten off coffee you're weak i hate you coffee is life <laughs> uh number two um every uh new metal still fucking sucks like everyone who's like giving it a pass here in the last couple of years and finds the nostalgia it's like well actually limp biscuit's 
in Lincoln Park, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, those two, Deftones, maybe not too bad, but like the vast majority of new metal and new rock is garbage. If it's garbage then, it's garbage today. That's it. Not a Godsmack guy, Bloodbath? Hell no. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's get into our listener responses. So I'll get us started with uh, Chris D. Chris D is a patron. Thank you, Chris, from a novel console podcast. Uh, Chris uh, wants to talk about video games. So Chris says, number three, linear games are better than open world games. I agree many times. Um, Companies need to stop making games as a service, such as the Avengers, Destiny, Anthem, etc. Agreed. Uh, I'm with you, Chris. I'm fighting with you on that hill. And number one, Naughty Dog has always created okay stories, okay characters, and mediocre gameplay until Uncharted 4. Naughty Dog known for, uh, most famously, uh, The Last of Us and Uncharted and uh, Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that. You saying Crash Bandicoot's an okay yeah, character, that, Chris? So I, I wasn't <laughs> sure if Naughty Dog did Crash Bandicoot, but I was like, in my head, I'm like, wait, he's he's not saying anything good about crash bandicoot and I'm bad about it. Oh, the hill that I will die on is that crash bandicoot was never good. Ah, oh, here you just had to be there at the what time. Crash you know? racing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crash game. Thank you, All right. Chris. Yeah. Next up we have Chris N uh, also a patron of the tube. Number three, fishing mini games are fun. He's objectively right about that. Yes. Two, pineapple belongs on pizza. It's fine sometimes. It doesn't belong on it. Uh, and number one is, it's good on pizza. Number one, drugs make artists do some of their best work. Yeah, look at the chili peppers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, man, caramelized pineapple on pizza. It's great. Great it, job. Yeah. It doesn't belong on pizza. I, I will die on the hill that pizza is a blank canvas. And as long as the flavors taste good, fucking Correct. do it. I don't I'm care. In. I'll yep, eat anything on a pizza. If, if it's good, I'm in. Yep. Uh, next up, we have longtime listener Randall, also a patron, uh, whose number three is, it's okay to disagree with someone. It is not okay to lambaste someone for having a different opinion and you are unwilling to listen. I understand there are limits and caveats. You know exactly what I mean by this statement. I kind of disagree. I think that lambasting people can be really effective sometimes. Very fun. Uh, yeah. That's, it that's can half, make, well, of, it can half make, of what we do on this podcast. It can make a really good teaching <laughs> moment. Right? We wouldn't have like, a podcast without it. For real. <laughs> really good teaching even, moments, such as... Even in, even in real life, though, you can, you can sometimes teach someone a lesson by yelling at them. Uh, Number two, legalize all drugs and put all state federal money into abuse treatment instead of incarceration. Ooh, Randall's wild, guys. But uh, he's wildly right. No, man. All drugs? All oh, drugs yeah. is dangerous, bro. Oh, yeah. Give, give me that peyote at Speedway. Let's just fucking get this <laughs> over with. <laughs> uh, number, number one, Dark Souls 2 is a bad game. Specifically, the scholar of the first sin version. I don't know what any of that means. Yeah, it's okay if you don't know, because Randall's wrong. So, who yeah. Randall? Yeah, uh, yeah. Couple, uh, Randall. hard misses. Yeah, uh, Randall. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we have Zolkeek from the Patreon, and I don't know what any of this is. Uh, number three, uh, Fochifa. 
just says Fochifa. Okay. That was right. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, number two, Baba Tokif. Uh, and number one, uh, <laughs> Idris. I, I don't know what any of this is. All right. All right. Where did you get Let's the East out in the second one? They're all hills. The second, the That's second the one was They're all bad. hills. They're okay. all hills. I don't fucking know. Okay. They're actual they hills. Where I don't they? know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just good. <laughs> End of statement. <laughs> That's, uh, that second one was very funny. Yeah, you you, you said K U K as key. butchered that one. Yeah, no, that one was bad. The other uh, two were really good though. Yeah, two out of three ain't bad, as the wise sage yeah. once said. Yeah, meatloaf. Yeah, Hall of Fame in baseball. Uh, yeah. Next up is Chris C, who's a patron from Retro Hangover Podcast. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Chris says number three, college is a scam. Um, tuition fees are too fucking high. We're going to get the rent is too fucking high back to talk about tuition. Um, Let's do it. Number two, Chicago pizza is better than New York pizza. Hard disagree, Chris. Chicago pizza is delicious, not better. Uh, number one, ketchup does not belong on hot dogs. Chris, you're going to be dying alone on many hills, my friend. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, Chicago pizza is lasagna. It's good. Yeah. yeah. But, it, but it's nice. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's right. not pizza. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And it is ketchup, pizza. Ketchup does not belong on hot dogs is the wild one to me here. Like Chrissy, like I think you're joining in and, and, and giving Dave money, but you lose. You lose. <laughs> Good day. Some sir. people are like mustard <laughs> yeah. on hot dogs, ketchup on hamburgers, I guess. Is the, I, is the I will eat ketchup, mayonnaise, and mustard on all meat-based products. Correct. And don't yeah. question Ooh. me with specifics. Yeah. The answer is yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't ask questions. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have somebody who probably has better answers than Chris C. Jeff, formerly Jerf, uh, patron of the tube. Uh, number three. Oh, this is long. Uh, number three. I have always been a pacifist. <laughs> But in a past life, I was forced into British military service <laughs> thanks to the filthy colonial rapscallion, <laughs> rapscallions ignoring my white flag of surrender. I died on Bunker Hill. Civil War guy. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if that's Civil War. Uh, number two, the alphabet is playing favorites by having both a U and a W. If this was truly a just world, all letters would have their own doubles. That's weird. I don't agree with you at all. You're definitely losing to the fucking Chrissy. Uh, number one, Dave Jackson is hiding something. He's not to be trusted. Nah, he's not hiding anything, dude. He just sucks. Good list. Good list. Uh, next up is Mikey Tabletop, who is a patron and also a host of the Big Drink Energy podcast. It's very funny. Number three, uh, <laughs> copyright should be abolished. That would be interesting. Number two, <laughs> not only should sex work be legalized, they need a union. Here, here. Also interesting. Number one, staying true to the source material should not be a consideration when adapting something. Alan read that I list. Kind he of was agree. like, oh, three things that, make, that would make my job harder. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up is Thrax. Uh, number three, graphics aren't that important in video games. Number two, Final Fantasy is overrated. And number one, Sonic is good. I don't know if he means the hedgehog or the restaurant. 
Both. Pro- Both pro- are good. I, I hope he means the restaurant. Same. Same. Either, either way, Thrak, you're on top right now. You've got my yeah, vote. Yeah, no, great. Let's and I disagree true. with you on two of those, but you got my vote. <laughs> uh, next up is John from the Video Game Lounge podcast. Number three, Final Fantasy VII is vastly overrated. Who boy. I mean, I agree, but who boy. Uh, number I two. Mad. People driving under the speed limit in the fast lane deserve a ticket and are the worst. Here fucking here, John. They're dangerous. Uh, and number one, pineapple on pizza is allowed and it's fucking delicious. Yes. Yeah, I like that list. I like that list. Yeah, solid. All right. Next up, we have Adam from the Revival and Extinction podcast. Uh, number three, couch co-op should not die. I agree with you, but if it's couch co-op, it should be online co-op. I'll add on to that. Uh, number two, there is no difference between playing video games and watching sports. Yeah, there's there's like the biggest difference. I don't understand that. Uh, number one, <laughs> console exclusive games should not be a thing. I agree with that. I would die on that hill with you, my guy. I think the the like the traditional like watching sports is for like, you know, tough dudes Manly like me and Aaron. Men. I, and I get playing what video saying. games for nerds like me and Alan. Yep. yep. It's all nerds. It's all bullshit. All it's all fucking yep. nerd. Like the, the hill to die on is that watching sports is as nerdy, if not more nerdy than playing video games. That That is right. And if that's what he meant by that, he is right. Yeah. Next up is Jake, whose number three is sparkling water is amazing. It really is pretty amazing, Jake. No. Uh, <laughs> not, it really is, though. Uh, number two, people can put whatever they want on their food, ketchup on hot dogs, pineapple on pizza, mayo on tangerines, their <laughs> mouth, their choice. Here, that here. Is, that's solid thinking. We live in America. Jake, I assume by your name that you live in America. He doesn't. Here, here. Oh, <laughs> rock. Hey, honorary American, guys. I mean, I'll go, I'll go I'll just American. not, I don't we want to dox Jake. He is, that's, he is American. He does not live Jake. in America. That's, uh, that's the law. I think four of us get to him. make an American if we want to. Oh, uh, right? that's yeah, true. We, we have that correct. power. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a lawyer. So Jake, he would know. Yeah. Hold on. Um, All right. Fi- finish up. Then I have a question. Uh, number one, landlords are scum. That is a super good one, Jake. Good um, hell to die on. Yeah. That is hell to die on. Yeah. Question: Have any has anyone else ever heard of putting mayonnaise on tangerines, or is this a Jake? No. Is this a personal <laughs> no. Jake thing, dude? I comedy comedy comes in comedy comes in threes. You say two normal things, and then your third thing <laughs> is the weirdest possible thing, and it's a it's it's an exclamation point on a joke. I love what he did right there. I will be putting mayonnaise on tangerines from here on out, though. If yeah. that was the question you were trying to ask, <laughs> so I'm so. I was curious and right like there are a lot of tangerine mayo recipes, which is very strange Ooh. to me. You but mean they're out there. 1932. I Someone, believe that. Oh, I'm sure it's in one of those fucked up cookbooks from the fifties or something like that. <laughs> now, bro, it's like actual tangerine mayonnaise, not just like recipes that have both tangerines and mayonnaise, but like how to make tangerine flavored mayonnaise Ooh, those are the those are the same people reading their horoscopes dude i don't buy it <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that is the most midwest thing i've ever heard <laughs> yes 
All right, next up we have Adam R. Uh, no point of origin here, so Adam R. is out there in the ether. Number three, Batman vs. Superman is a better movie than either Nolan sequel. Oh, I don't know about That's that. a wild take. Number two, console <laughs> wars are stupid. Eh, probably. And number one, episode eight is the best Star Wars movie since Empire. I don't know that I would agree, but I think there's a case to be made for it. I, yep. No, 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 there's not. No, that they, those are two terrible movie takes right there. Sorry, Adam. I, lo- I love you, dude. Thanks for paying attention to me, listening to my voice sometimes. But goddamn, better than any Nolan sequel? That's the yeah. wild one to me. I can believe episode eight, but yeah, those are the best Batman movies ever made. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. Especially especially if Adam's talking about like any version of Batman versus Superman. Like, yeah. Because I, I watched the theater version of that. That shit sucked. Uh, and if you want to say that, like, the director's cut's really great, that's cool. I'm not going to watch it, but, like, I believe you that it's cool. But, yeah, wild. Um, was that the one where Ben Affleck was Batman? Yes. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, next up, speaking of Batman, next up is Rat Boy. Number three, Rat should be on the show. You're going to die on that hill alone, buddy. I don't ever want to talk to you again. Number two, Dippin' Dots sucks. You're back in. You're back on the show. Hell yeah, Rat Boy. Uh, number one, no hitters with more than one walk are not impressive. Uh, wrong. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Uh, and honorable mention, Burger King has the best fast food breakfast. I'll take my answer off air. Yeah, can somebody text Rat off air and tell him to go fuck himself? But <laughs> FYI, I'll tell you this. A no hitter with... Like the more walks there are in a no hitter, the more impressive. It is oh, that's true. Imagine a no hitter with Nine, 15 walks. walks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny, right? You lose though. All right. Next up, we have the uh, bits of time podcast. Number three, chocolate Hills. Uh, I think that's a uh, Mario Kart track. Anyways, number, <laughs> number two is, is Glastonbury tour objectively great hill to die on and number one is Paklanaya hill <laughs> i would have done better at pronouncing that than bloodbath even though i know i'm wrong uh those are a couple really good hills it's really weird you want to die in a mario kart track but the, the chocolate hills you... those are in the philippines they're real hills uh, they sound delicious yeah they sound real good Paklanaya hill is in moscow so cool well i knew that yeah, sounds I know, cold. also sounds delicious <laughs> Um, I would eat the fuck out of Glastonbury Tour with some ketchup, mayonnaise, and mustard. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. With with some some tangerine mayonnaise. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we have Rihanna, whose number three is a hot dog and a sandwich, which is objectively false. We covered that in my honorable mentions, Rihanna. Were you You, not paying attention? (laughs) You covered it. Cube theory, Rihanna. Look it up. Cube theory. Uh, number two, Bush did 9-11. Dave covered Ooh. it. Conspiracy theories are dumb. That's no, I it. believe I believe that one. <laughs> um, number number one, tomatoes are fruits, which is that's just a fact. Yeah, that's a yeah, weird hell is, to die on. That's no, a real Pete, thing. Because <laughs> I don't true, think though. they're a fruit and I will fight her on it to my own death. That's my hell to die on <laughs> is under vegetables. Rihanna is all about science and yeah. facts. Just Except correct. when it comes to being absolutely wrong related to hot dogs and uh, 
and George like, Bush. Uh, yeah, and that's George Bush, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I'm coughing. <laughs> Bush did 9-11 is the funniest response. <laughs> Next up, we have Gina or Gina. Uh, again, no point of origin, so we'll never know. Uh, number three, she left blank. So I feel that her number three is that uh, Nazi superheroes are our superiors. Um, number two, I would think would be that, uh, bloodbath is more attractive than my husband. Well, all right. That's probably true. Uh, and number one and not gross in any way. And number one, the safe and out call motions in baseball should be switched. Just I was thinking Dave, about that. Yeah. Just remember Dave, you gave bloodbath that, and it was going to be mine. Just yeah, saying it out okay. loud. It's right. saying out loud. It's all right. You knew he was going to say something about how sexually attractive he finds himself. That's your fault, Dave, and nobody else's. It's not my fault. That's his fault. Good point. Good point. It's I Gina's fault. If we're if yeah. we're being honest, it's well, Gina's. Fault. Yeah, really. She yeah, left her, the blank. She left it blank. Yeah. Her her name is Gina. All right. We already established it's, that. <laughs> I'm going to die on that hill. On the hill that that joke was funny the one time it came up in Forty Year Old Virgin and was never funny again. <laughs> yeah. Good point. <laughs> uh, next up is Matt. Matt's number three is it's called Pop, not Soda. Thank you, Matt. Um, number two, Rachel and Ross were on a break. The hill I'll die on is that Friends sucks, and I don't care if they were on a break or not. Yeah, got him. Got him. number one, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Matt, I mean, you started out strong, and then we're just we're just sputtering to the finish line. Yeah, that's such a terrible uh, take Matt, on Die Hard Matt that I want to watch right. Friends now. All right, no, actually, like Friends. <laughs> Uh, next up we have Heather. Uh, that's a lot of words. All right. <laughs> Heather's number, <laughs> Heather's number three is it's fucking stupid for Americans to not follow the news because we happen to be born in the USA. We have more privileges than the majority of the world. The least we can do is know what our government is involved in without, or is involved with internationally. Heather, all the news is lying to you. That's your mistake. <laughs> Number, Heather number two. so fun, guys. Yeah, yeah, Heather. I should go out and have a beer with her. Uh, number two is reptiles are disgusting and shouldn't be pets. I agree they should be pets, but they're beautiful animals. Uh, number one, spicy food and spices are healthy for you. So unhealthy, so unhealthy to eat this bland-ass American food. You're right. I'm done. <laughs> Spicy food is delicious and bland ass American food. Guys, I'm going to tell you this right now. Heather, you're always writing in. You're beautiful. We love you. Thank you for all of your support. If anybody's listening, do not watch the news. That's how they get you. Sign the tube. I get all my news from Bloodbath. That's it. Correct. And the American Same. One News Network. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Bloodbath One. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Next up is. Carolyn, Dave's mom. What up, Dave's mom? Number three. Number three is Blueberry Hill, which is a song (laughs) by Pat's Domino. (laughs) (laughs) Whose number two is Amon Hen, which is, uh, you know, where Boromir died in The Lord of the Rings. Because she's a true daughter of Gondor. And... um, her number one is uh, a hill of beans. That actually uh, sounds peaceful. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I hope I yeah. die on a hill of beans. I also want to die on hill of beans. 
Do you think they're baked or is it, are they hard beans? I'm going to, I was picturing baked I room temperature bushes, <laughs> baked beans with the bacon bits. Yeah. 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 Like the onions. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Craig, again, no point of origin. We'll never know. Craig, number three, people who brag about how little sleep they get slash need are incorrect. All right. Fair. You number two, you can't separate the art from the artist. Hard disagree. And Same. number one, no one outside of war needs guns and fuck wars. Eh. <laughs> you might be right on that one. Nah, it's in your name, Bloodbath. You like war, man. <laughs> All right. So, so who, who's <laughs> the winner? Who, who's the winner, Alan? Me? Yeah, who won and this time? I get to pick? You're letting yeah. me pick? I gotta ah. read back over. I don't pay attention when we read these things, man. Okay, hang on. Hang on. My choice. Uh, I'm picking the three actual hills, I think. Uh, <laughs> true, true to the subject matter. I mean, Which, like, are we, are we point, going with, um, we going with Zolgeek with, uh, the food. Oh, there were two. Yeah. Bobotov I, I think Kuk? chocolate hills. Yeah. Chocolate hills. Chocolate hills. Chocolate hills sounds Even, good. Regardless of how funny it was when bloodbath read the second one of Zolgeeks, his were, his were too much. So um, it's too much. Bits There's of Time much, yeah. podcast. You uh, you win. Uh, that's Michael and Larry. I'm not sure which one of you wrote in, but uh, you all win. Uh, so you can pick up your prize at Bloodbath's house between 5.20 and 5.25 a.m. tomorrow. The address is 1247 Bloodbath I don't, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Blood, Blood, Bloodbath Lane. Uh, yeah, Bloodbath Avenue. <laughs> Just keep knocking really hard, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a test. If he doesn't answer the door, he's testing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got you got you to don't knock a, too uh, hard because he's kind of like a groundhog like that. I mean, if you get scared, you scare mm-hmm. him. He's gonna he's gonna be gone. For he's hours. gonna go underground, and you won't see yeah. him again for a couple months. Yeah, just bring some teasers. Put him in front of his door. He'll smell them through it. He'll come. The teasers are for me, but uh, so yeah, thank you everybody who wrote will in. Be there. I will be there. Thank you, everybody who wrote in. Uh, we appreciate you very much. If you, listener, would like to take part in a future uh, episode, what you can do is join our Discord server, where you'll find an invite down in the show notes. Uh, we would love to have you. We have a cool community of people featuring many of the people who wrote in, and sometimes Ratboy. Ratboy has been jumping into Discord every now and then to talk about birds and stuff like that. So <laughs> there's your pitch for the discord server. Uh, we would love to have you. Um, otherwise you can keep your eyes on our social media pages. We do post the topics there as well. Uh, but discords mer- uh, members get first crack. So uh, yeah. Thank you everybody for writing in. Thank you everybody for listening. And next time, I have no fucking idea what our next topic is. So just tune in. You'll find out then. See ya. Seven seven more drafts in a row. (laughs) Bye. It's going to be great. Bye.